Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Each podcast is themed and I interview and ask questions from a specialist who's also the owner of a small business, just like us. If you're a business owner of a micro business, then I hope that this sparks your thinking, answers some questions that you may have, and that you get some tips on the subject that helps you move your business forwards. I do hope that you enjoy the podcast. I very much enjoyed recording it. Hello and welcome to this week's Boardroom Buddies podcast. So if you are a owner of a micro business and you're busy all week doing what you do and then you realize that you haven't done your bookkeeping and there's another weekend job to do and you think about the bookkeeping and maybe it's invoicing and catching up with suppliers invoices and recording it all and by the time you've thought about all of that your mood has plummeted I know mine used to um so when we think about bookkeeping is it something you get excited about or is it something that you give to someone else to do and the reason I'm saying that is because most of us who start our businesses when we start the business is small so we're able to handle a few invoices and suppliers invoices and things like that and then you grow a bit and it becomes a bit of a job that gets a bit longer and you know you can do it and you can do it but here's the thing just because you can do your bookkeeping should you? And I say that because most of us might actually earn more per hour than we would paying a bookkeeper. So it would actually cost you more to do your own bookkeeping, if that makes any sense. So today we're going to be talking about all things bookkeeping. Why would you use bookkeeper? How do you go about it? And all that kind of thing. So we have a bit of an expert on the podcast today. And that is the amazing Claire Lloyd-Jones of LJ Modern Bookkeeping. So welcome, Claire. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Jackie. What an introduction that was. I hope I live <laughs> up to your expectations. You already do. I know what oh. you do. <laughs> Claire's absolutely amazing because she will take the pain away of all those receipts. And, you know, when you keep it in a shoebox or a carrier bag, I've just named her earlier on the carrier bag lady because if you are the sort of person that gets your receipts and just shoves it in a bag or oh, deal with that later Claire loves that it, it, weirdly weirdly I have to say <laughs> so, no, Claire, thank, you, thank you for joining me and you're going to help us kind of unravel why use a big bookkeeper so that that's my question in a minute but my first question is tell us about your business okay my business is lj modern bookkeeping i started my business in march last year nothing to do with covid very different to uh, what most people say i started my business in COVID. <laughs> i was just getting a bit bored where i was really to be perfectly honest with you and i knew that my skill set could help more than just one business yeah that's what I do. I help more than one business with their with their bookkeeping. So yeah, that's that's my business in a nutshell. Right. So 
how did you get into bookkeeping? Why bookkeeping? Bookkeeping, why bookkeeping? So when I was younger, I had a job in a, what were they? Cardboard box company in Hales Owen. And I was oh. working in their accounts department and I was doing the accounts and I didn't know exactly what I was doing. So I decided, okay, well, let's go and find out how to do it properly. And um, so that's what I did. And the reason I decided to continue down that path is because I love numbers. I love puzzles. I'm a bit weird like that. Give me a Sudoku any day and I'm well away. Oh, really? Um, but more importantly, I love helping people. I love to to make a difference um, with anybody, just in life generally. I'm one of these, mm. I'm a, I like to help people full stop, whether it's with bookkeeping or, or anything else I can help with. But to, to do it with bookkeeping and allow people that peace of mind mm. that it's taken care of properly, mm. that's why I chose bookkeeping. <laughs> Right. Yeah, because um, there is that sense, I think, if you're not trained in it and you're a business owner and you're, you're very capable as a business owner and can manage your own bookkeeping probably, how do you know you're doing it right? Well, I, I noticed from your title that you're a MAAT, a licensed. Yes, <laughs> what does I that am. Mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Crikey, it means a lot of hoops that I have to jump through to get my MAAT it was three years at college it was over 20 exams experience a lot of exams and I'm, I, I go to pieces with the exams my mum bless her in my exams she used to send me Reiki and calm myself down just before and it, it was very bizarre it actually worked I swear it did because as soon as I sat down at that desk I was calm oh that was lovely I was a mess before, but, but, but I was calm in my exams. Um, okay. And then being a licensed bookkeeper, which is what I am, I'm licensed through the IAT. That is so much red tape. Mm. Um, but it's a guarantee and an assurance to any business that I am trained and I am qualified and you are getting exactly what you think you are getting. Okay. Um, so what does MAAT stand for? Member of the Accounting Association Technicians or something like that. I just know it as MAAT because it's always abbreviated. I never <laughs> I never say it long-winded, so I might have got that completely wrong. It's, it's okay. MAAT is fine. <laughs> <laughs> we can see that you're licensed yeah. <laughs> to do what you do. That's yeah. brilliant. Okay. So, so you got into bookkeeping because you like puzzles, you like numbers and that kind yeah. of thing. So for someone who, you know, probably stashes their receipts and things in an envelope or maybe recording stuff in a book or on a spreadsheet, how can you, so what, what would you say to them? Just bring it all to you in a book. <laughs> Print it off, bring it in if a bag. It, it's a bag of receipts. Don't bother doing anything with it. Just bring it to me. I'll sort it out. If it's in a shoebox, do the same. Just bring it to me. I'll sort it out. You don't have to get it up to a point where you're happy mm. that, okay, I've done it to this point and we can move on. It doesn't need to be like that at all. Stop worrying about it you know, because you're obviously concerned 
and just take it to a bookkeeper, a qualified yeah. bookkeeper, and they will do what they do best, and that is sort it all out for you, put it in order, make yeah. sure it's above board, make sure it's reconciled and balanced, and you just carry on and do what mm. you do best. Because mm. I think there's this, and I, I mentioned earlier on, I think if I was like, oh, I'm going to take my, my stuff to a bookkeeper, Oh, I need to get it organised first. <laughs> don't don't waste your time because mm. it's going to take you a lot longer because yeah. it's not something that you do day in, day out than it mm. would a bookkeeper. That's what yeah. they do. That's their job. I would be terrible as a business coach. I couldn't do it. Um, so everyone's got their own skill set. Mm. And let yeah. people take the burden off you. Yeah, yeah. And, and people who know me and, and listen to the podcast and uh, are members of Boardroom Buddies, they will know that I very much advocate, you know, outsourcing those things that you're not skilled at doing mm. and which take you longer. Exactly. Um, and your time is worth money. Yeah. And yeah. You could earn a lot more in the, I don't know, say it took you six hours on a Saturday to, to do your bookkeeping to get it up to date mm. it would probably take me three mm. yeah you yeah. could earn how much could you earn in those six hours doing what you do yes um, yeah a lot of people mm. tend to do their bookkeeping outside of the business day so that's yeah. family time and family time is precious and that's why we all work as hard as we do to have mm. those moments with our family why waste that yeah and doing bookkeeping yeah I read something the other day that was you know we we don't consider how much value time really has you know you can earn more money you can recover things but you can never get time back oh. it's gone it's gone yeah and, and if so you've got a young family yeah. you know, that, that time is precious yeah want to spend that time with your children not face first in receipts and spreadsheets and <laughs> where does this go is debit or credit no no thank you just <laughs> just enjoy your kids <laughs> yeah oh that's brilliant yeah yeah um so you're licensed you've been doing this for uh, oh gosh how long have you been doing this for an awful long time <laughs> <laughs> so I qualified in 2000, um, but I've actually been a bookkeeper for probably about 20 years. Yeah. Uh, and then I was in admin before, so kind of got the introduction through admin because admin mm. after many jobs, doesn't it? Mm. And, and, and got the taste there and then went down that line and, yeah, the rest is history. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. A long time, Jackie, too long. <laughs> <laughs> so I bet really you've got some interesting experiences of lots and lots of different businesses and the way they operate uh, and the kind of burden that you've taken away from people, I guess. Oh, it's heartwarming, the difference that I have made to, to some people. I've allowed them to sleep. Yes. I've, I had a, a gentleman the other day, he he phoned me up and, and was asking about a book. He's a he's a retired gentleman and he's, he's started his own limited company after retiring. And he's a lovely man. And he was, I, I can't do this, Claire. I can't. I'm going to shut shop. I just can't do the bookkeeping. I said, Don't worry about it. 
you know, we'll get it mm. sorted. And then he sent me the most delightful message after we had our meeting and after he gave me his carrier bag full of receipts. <laughs> and, and he said, Claire, I just wanted to let you know, last night was the first night that I had a decent night's sleep in about three months. Oh, wow. Honestly, <laughs> it was reading that message. Yeah. It, it choked me up, to be perfectly honest with you, because yeah. you know that you make a difference, but when you actually mm. hear that from somebody, yeah. It, you know, it's a nice, cosy, warm feeling. It's just lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So you take the worry away, really, don't you? Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. And and you can also kind of liaise with people like HMRC. Yes. I had another client. And and stuff. Yeah, I I had another client who I really helped. They'd let the bookkeeping slip during lockdown due to... um, childcare issues because they had no childcare and they were the childcare and they had to do the homeschooling and the bookkeeping took yeah it really did and they were getting brown envelopes landing on their doorstep from revenue mm. and I ended up doing I think it was eight VAT returns which mm. they'd missed and not filed which left them with a, a considerable bill to HMRC for their VAT liability and they didn't have to deal with any of it because as I was their VAT agent I was able to contact HMRC on their behalf yeah up with a repayment plan so that's now being managed and being paid beautifully and every month they pay they get a tick in the box from me because well done you (laughs) Um, and then they're now on track and they're above board and if they'd left it any longer they they, it probably would have sunk mm. their so which is really sad because they've got a really good business yeah so that's a way that I can help as well yeah worse I understand what HMRC are talking about you know, everyday business people don't necessarily understand it so it can be confusing upsetting so yeah. leave it to me I'll do it for you <laughs> fantastic yeah so so you help take the worry away you deal with the kind of legal well not legal the kind of more the formal side yes I suppose HMRC is legal isn't it really um, yes. more compliance more the compliance is the word I think I was looking for yeah, yeah. So you can deal with all of that do you kind of ever do one-off so if someone says um I need to get all this just sorted out for my year end could you do that sort of stuff or do you only work with clients on a monthly basis no I'm happy to work with anybody who needs bookkeeping whether that's monthly quarterly in Mm. line with the VAT returns or annually to get all their paperwork ready for their tax return you know I'm happy to I've had quite a few people with just one-offs the bag of receipts yeah all this out please okay (laughs) (laughs) you have to have have a big desk (laughs) I've had to buy a new desk because I've outgrown my small desk at the moment. So uh, we're just sorting that out. We're in the process of sorting that out. Have uh, a big service where you can put all the receipts out and everything. Oh, uh, it's organising them, isn't it? It's it's getting them into yeah. month order, date order, just to make yeah. it easier to input it all. Really, yeah. Um, yeah. I love yeah. my desk. My new <laughs> desk. <is nice. laughs> and and do you use a variety of different software? 
I do. I can use a lot of the softwares. I've got experience in, in quite a lot of the softwares because I did actually do a six-month stint in the bookkeeping department at a local accountancy company. So doing that, I, I, I got to learn a lot of softwares that I hadn't necessarily used before. My, my main go-to software that I specialise in is Zero, but I am certified to use Sage and also to use QuickBooks as well. And I've used Zoho Books and Free Agent a little oh, bit. So yeah. but they're all pretty much the same. Right. You can, use, you can use them all. Yeah. I suppose you you also develop some kind of good working relationships with a, a variety of accountants as well. Oh yes. It's having that relationship with the accountant, regardless of whether they're different accountants. I've got quite a few companies that have got the same accountant. Mm. Um, but then I've got other companies that they've all got their own individual accountants and having that relationship to work with the accountants just makes it so much easier for the clients because mm-hmm. um, they don't have to worry about that relationship. All they have to do really is go in at, once their accounts have been prepared and say, just sign here and that's your dividend and this is yeah. your tax bill. And, and so it's, it's good for them, but it's also good for me because mm. having that relationship with the accountants, they can see my standard of work. Yes. And then obviously if they have any of their clients that need help with their bookkeeping, then they can pass them my details. So, yes. But it's just easier to talk to. If yeah. anybody's got a problem, then yeah. you know, we've all got that communication open. Yeah. So, and are you, because I know accountants get or seem to get mad busy um, over Christmas and January, yes. you know, because of the tax returns and things that everybody aims to get in or has to get in by the 31st of January. Do you have a busy time like that as well? Is that your busy um, time? No, not, I don't deal with tax returns. Um, okay. it's, it's not something that I would do. I've got a couple on my books, but I don't enjoy doing tax returns and I'm not, that's not where my skill set is. So I'd rather stay in my lane. And yeah. keep him. We're not going to deviate from that path. I um, do like that saying. Stay in my lane, yeah. Oh, yes. I think as business owners, we should all do that, shouldn't we, really? Yes. <laughs> Stay yeah. in our lane. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I, I know what I can and I know what I can't do. And I think yeah. that's also a sign of a good bookkeeper, knowing mm. what, you know, not over-promising something that you can't deliver. But, yes, busy periods. Um, I, There is one quarter that is incredibly busy because it's coterminous with the year-end of the 31st of March. So I have rather a lot of VAT returns to do in that month compared to the other quarters. Right. But yeah, apart from that, every month's busy, Jackie. Yeah, yeah. And you didn't you say the other month you were really busy with um, deadlines for clients? There was a group of clients, because you deal with a lot of trades, don't you? You like to yeah. work with a lot of trades people. Yeah, I do. So where the trades are concerned, my that would be in line with the payroll. So that would be the CIS that I have to mm. work on. But my main deadline really is that returns. Yeah. Because those need doing. It, mm. You know, they have to be done. Mm. Um, and then we've also got the CIS returns, which are monthly, and that's for the trades businesses. So What is CIS again? It's the Construction Industry Scheme. So okay. it's a tax system for subcontractors and, and contractors. It's right. to stop um, the sly cash in hand work through right. business. 
make sure that everybody pays what they yeah should into the system yeah okay so you like to deal with all different trades really i do i understand them okay. i've got quite a few trades i've got a couple of electricians and they need a bookkeeper mm. trades people need bookkeepers they can do it all their wives whatever but they can't do it themselves because they are very good at what they do they need to go out during the working day and they need to earn the money yeah you know, put the yeah. lights up change the fuse boards service the boiler you know all, all of that jazz and to then stick bookkeeping on on top yes something's got to give mm. and you tend to find that it is the bookkeeping and there's such a lot of other bits and bobs within the trades industry that you need to understand. So you need to understand the domestic reverse charge VAT. Oh, my word. Which is something that's for the construction industry. Oh, it's okay. Specific to them. And then obviously you've got the, the CIS. That's the tax that they have to pay for their subcontractors. And if they get that wrong or they don't verify a, a subcontractor, mm. it can just cause unnecessary mm. chaos to be yeah. honest when their lives are already busy and chaotic enough mm. I, I, under, I understand the suppliers and um, there's some suppliers out there like CEF for example if you pay by a certain time in the month they give you three percent discount so when the payment on the bank doesn't match the invoices yeah I know why they might ne not necessarily know why so I can allow for that adjustment right so, but they, I mean, they're just generally nice guys and girls, people in the trades industry. I just like working with them. Nice mm -hmm. people. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. So how's the business gone since you started? It was quiet at the beginning and then it started picking up. Then I joined BNI and then it's gone wild. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out for BNI there. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's true. If it wasn't working, I wouldn't have mentioned it, but it's it has transformed my business and oh. me. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I've I'm doing very well and my reputation's getting better and better as well, which is always nice to know. The reviews are getting more yeah. and more. Oh, well, yeah, everybody I know who knows you and has, you know, works alongside you or with you has said how you know how good you are so <laughs> I, I, I think the, the one thing that makes me different and probably why I stand out and, and why they think that is because I actually care about my clients I've got one client in Briley Hill and he's a one-man band he did have a few people working around him and he's right you, you come in and you'll do nine to five and I'm there and it's like, but the work hasn't finished. I will stay until the work is done because it's going to make your life easier and make it better for you. So I will stay and I will do that extra bit. And that's because I care. Mm. You know, it, it's, I, I, I say my clients to me, they're not a transaction, a financial transaction. My clients to me are real people who are running businesses who need to survive and they need yeah. to use their figures and I will go that extra mile mm. to make sure that 
that they're comfortable and happy and, and secure and mm, mm, mm. yeah oh that's brilliant do you do payroll as well Ooh. no no Jackie <laughs> I'm just thinking about a contractor who might have you know some people work for him and that kind of thing so you might have to yeah no it, it might be something that I look into and I've always steered clear payroll I, I don't know really and um, it's possibly because of all of the deadlines I think with my job at the moment, I have enough deadlines to do. Nice. If I stick weekly payroll and a monthly payroll and then another year ending as well, it's um, probably going to be a little bit too much chaos. Well, maybe you need someone to help you. Maybe I do, yeah. <laughs> Shout out there to any payroll people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, I, within somebody's fine, you know, their invoices and all that kind of thing you and their bookkeeping they must have you know the payroll transactions and wages going out and all that kind of thing some people you either use a payroll person some people it comes direct from their accountant oh um, right their yeah. accountant have a payroll department and yeah me down to the ground you send me those payroll journals i will get them on that's not a problem <laughs> yeah. but yeah it's not something that i offer at the moment mm -hmm. won't say ever <laughs> but I, supp I suppose um if you're working with a with a piece of software you know if you're on zero or something then the com the business accountant will have access to that and you will have access to that so you'll you're both working in the same portal yes so make it easier, yes. It? Yeah. and it, yes. it just makes using a software for doing your bookkeeping makes everything easier i use zero to offer a paperless bookkeeping system oh right okay you can get rid of those receipts that you've got once they're captured on hubdoc and then imported into zero hubdoc is the free version of dex that you get it's a receipt capture software and it comes free with zero so it's another tick in the box for zero but once that's all within zero they're on zero so they, those are your files that you keep on your shelf. It's there. Your bank statements, you import those or I import them and I put them in files. So we've got a folder purely for your bank statements. So when you come to your year end and your accountant saying, I need all the files, I need all the files. All you've got to do is say, well, here's a link to zero. Everything's in there. And that's it. Hmm. Interesting. Because I, I still print off my invoices and keep my invoices <laughs> well that's okay if that's the system that you're used to using Jackie and that's how you work then if it's working for you don't change it it's mm. fine mm. It's, I, yeah. it's like I say if it's not broke don't fix it no I say I print them off <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't actually do my own bookkeeping admission <laughs> but <Sorry>. yeah <laughs> All right. So what do you like to do outside of work then? I like going to my caravan. Oh, um, okay. I've got a static van in Barmouth. Oh, so I'm, yeah. going there, I'm going for walks on the beach. I like walking when I have time to walk. Mm. Um, we're getting a puppy at the weekend, so that will be a new hobby. Yeah. Cleaning up after the puppy and <laughs> yeah. move everything out of her way so she doesn't chew everything. I like cooking. I love baking. I like oh. baking. 
millionaire shortbreads and brownies, okay. yeah. all the naughty stuff. I like eating it as well, which is really yeah. naughty. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy reading and spending time with my family is probably my biggest hobby. Mm. I love my family. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I learned to bake bread during lockdown Ooh. and quickly put on a stoning weight. It's so easy to do, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so, I, there's a, a bit of a, I only make bread on special occasions now because <laughs> otherwise, you know, we'd eat a loaf of bread. It, but there, there's nothing hours. like warm bread, though, is there, with <laughs> real butter? Oh, my goodness. No, it, it's definitely a trigger food. <laughs> really naughty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just going back to the type of clients you work with, I know you'd yes. love to work with trays. You'd work with other people, though, don't you? I work with lots of businesses. Yeah. I've got a software company. I've got a private investigator. Um, I've got electrician. I've got a cafe. I've got dust extraction. I've got engineers. You name it. I've probably got one of all of them. <laughs> one of everybody. One of everybody. But it's, it's a lovely variety, though. And I like having a variety because it doesn't get boring. Because yeah. that's one thing about bookkeeping. Everybody thinks that bookkeeping is boring. It's not boring because no two businesses are the same. Mm. There's always something different in every single set of accounts. It's like, oh, that's a bit different. Yeah. It just keeps you, keeps you on, your, on the ball. Yeah. Keeps yeah. the grey matter moving. Yeah. And so do you do things like cash flow for people as well? don't tend to no I tend to leave that to the accountants it is something okay. that I can do but no I don't tend to do the cash I do my own cash flow and that's tricky enough without doing right. but I tend to I work alongside the accountant so I will give the accountant everything that he needs to yeah to, to the client yeah. it might be something that I offer in the future but I'll probably have to brush up some skills with that one <laughs> okay well we can talk about that <laughs> okay oh claire it's been really great to have you as a guest on the podcast it, oh, it's so informative for every anybody who's considering having a bookkeeper because you know i think um we start our businesses because we're good at something and unless you're starting as a bookkeeper i doubt very much whether bookkeeping is your thing <laughs> But you love it, and that's great. I do. <laughs> no, thank you for having me, Jackie. It's been really lovely. Yeah, good. I, mean, I, love, I love to see you anyway, Jackie. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Claire, before you go, let's have some contact details of you. If anybody's got any questions they would want answering about bookkeeping and whether you know their business is big enough or small enough or whatever, can they get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. They can email me if they want to at claire at ljmodern.co.uk or they can give me a call on my mobile which is 07977-492-476 and I will happily talk to them and help them. And are you on LinkedIn as well or do you uh, use a particular social media? Yes I do uh, I'm on LinkedIn so it's Claire Lloyd-Jones on LinkedIn I'm on Facebook uh, Lloyd Jones and my business is on there as well, LJ Modern Bookkeeping. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you. That's great, Claire. Thank you. So, for everybody who's listened, I hope you've found that really interesting. I know, well, I love talking to Claire anyway and finding out a bit more about bookkeeping and the pain that it can actually take away is well worth considering, I think. Because I go back to that, that what I said earlier 
just because you can do your bookkeeping doesn't necessarily mean that you should. And should you actually be doing it out of hours, night times, weekends, when you should be spending time resting, recovering, doing family stuff, spending time with your family? So I urge you, if you aren't already outsourcing your bookkeeping, to consider finding a bookkeeper. And I know there's a cost involved, but shop around and find one that might suit you better cost-wise. And also you need to gel with the person as well. I really think, Claire, you're a lovely lady and everybody get I know who knows you gets on with you great. And we're now in a couple of networks that we are kind of kind of seeing each other more frequently in. So that's brilliant. So for Boardroom Buddies listeners, thank you for listening. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. I'd love to know what you found really interesting about the podcast. So don't be afraid to get in touch and hit the subscribe button and you'll know when the next one's coming out too. And thanks for listening. See you next time. I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Do subscribe for more podcasts and it would be lovely if you shared it on your favourite podcast platform. If you have any questions or you would like to talk any more on the topic, then do connect with me on LinkedIn or email me on jax, that's J-A-X, at jackiecasey.consulting. And thanks for listening.